welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review, another TV season review. This is for season 3 of Atypical on Netflix. Uh, we'll start off spoiler free and then go into some spoilery stuff later on, like we usually do. Uh, so just a, just a little note for this podcast. I didn't initially plan to do a season review for Atypical. Like I, I didn't do it for season 1 or season 2. Um, but I just feel like that this show's got to a point where it really, really deserves coverage uh like we still cover stuff that we we dislike and things like that um but sometimes when a show just really sticks out and really shows its quality um sometimes it kind of needs to be talked about and that's what i feel that's how i feel the situation has kind of got to with atypical you know i didn't cover season one and two i almost covered season two but it just got a bit too late um the the season was released a few weeks ago or whatever i think it was on the first of november so i'm a little bit late but I really, really wanted to talk about the season because it's just so good. Uh, at the moment, uh, we don't have a season four renewal, which is a little bit worrying consider- considering Netflix's whole three season kind of thing. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a, four- a fourth season in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, this show deserves to be talked about. It's one of the best shows on TV, probably. Um, and I wanted to come back and talk about it. So uh, I thought this season was excellent. Excellent. I thought that. They handled um, pretty much everything very, very well. Because uh, when I think about all the different things that happened in the season, all the different topics that got brought up, all the different character arcs and plots and storylines and, you know, the things that happened in the season, I can't think of anything that they did badly. I can't think that, I can't think of anything that they mishandled. I can't think of anything that, you know, wasn't done properly. Everything that happened in the season, uh, I think, was handled really, really well. Um, I'm and a, a really good thing about this show specifically is obviously it deals with its main protagonist being autistic. Um, I've looked online at some different uh, discussion for atypical and seen that uh, you know not everyone obviously, but a lot of the um, a lot of the audience that is uh, autistic has really uh, kind of taken a shine to the show. They've re- they've really liked the representation of, of 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 course a character that's going through a similar thing to them which is always very very good because let's be honest when you're doing a show that has a particular topic um that relates to someone you know when some of your audience could relate to, to that particular topic which is most shows because you know there's a lot of different uh there's a lot of those different sort of things that happen in tv shows but when your audience that can relate to what your main protagonist is going through, or at least even just one of the characters is going through, and it comes off very, very well, then to me you've done your job very, very well. And that's what uh, one of the one of the things that continues to shine in a, t- a typical season three, and continues to shine just throughout all these three seasons. I can't really think, even for the first and the second season, anything that they particularly mishandled. Now, of course, season two and three were. A couple of years ago so maybe i'm misremembering some stuff but uh, at this point um this is probably one of netflix's best shows this is probably one of their most consistently good shows because obviously they've had certain shows that have fallen off a cliff a little bit uh house of cards kind of i suppose uh, is one of those examples but um yeah like like i said when you can kind of please the audience that you're that relate to your main character you've done a very very good job so um i myself i don't have autism thankfully um but i was still able to you know relate to certain situations you know when certain characters are struggling with certain things in this season when uh, obviously different things are happening to different characters in this season um to me this season was really this was a very 
how can I kind of describe it? Comedically emotional kind of season. There was a lot of comedy still in the season. It was a very, very emotional season for lots of different characters. What I mean, everyone in the show is going through something this season. And it didn't feel like... Uh, let's say you have seven characters, right? Just an example. Uh, I mean, I didn't count how many characters are in Atypical. But let's say you have seven characters. And let's say five of them are going through something. And then the other two aren't. And then you kind of just on purposely and deliberately stick those other two characters with emotional things to deal with that's not what it feels like with atypical it feels like everything that happened to these characters is happening for a reason it feels like all of the different emotional things are happening to all of these characters are happening for specific reasons none of it feels forced none of it feels like a shock value plot twist none of that sort of thing is happening and when you can consistently do that for three seasons you've again you've done something very very good so i think that they need credit for that um i mean i'm just trying to check all the boxes at the moment in this podcast in terms of okay all, all the things the atypical so far has got right and why they deserve the credit for doing some of those things um but yeah it was a very very emotional season there was lots of different times where not in every single scene but in a lot of those different scenes where characters are going through emotional things you just wanted to hug lots of the characters just because of the nature of whatever it is they're going through obviously there's different things that different characters are going through um, but it still managed to have its heart. It didn't feel like a down in the down in the dumps kind of season. It didn't sort of feel like okay, all these characters are going through everything, everything terrible, and it's down in the dumps, and none of this is good. It didn't feel like that either. It really felt like uh, there was still some comedy that was coming from these all these characters. Really, I can't think of a single character in this. Excuse me, in this season. That didn't have at least a comedic moment of sorts. Uh, I mean there's one maybe that we can talk about later. But the character is a bit insignificant. Um, But in terms of all the main characters that matter. uh, All of them went through emotional things. All of it felt like it was written correctly. All of it is acted amazingly. Um, And yeah it, it really just goes to show you. When you have a show that tries a lot harder which atypical very much does obviously it's got a lot of different things it needs to deal with and it needs to try in different scenes which it very much does some shows that will just um kind of half-assed kind of try to do a sensitive kind of storyline not necessarily even a sensitive kind of storyline a storyline that needs to have needs quality in it because i mean there's certain things that don't i suppose but when you have a show that actually feels like it's trying and feels like it's you know all the actors are on board there and no one feels like they're doing a half-assed job um in terms of just across the board with the show directing writing show running acting everything uh, it feels like everybody cares that they're on this set it feels like that uh i mean in terms of this cast itself i've not seen like any interviews or anything but it seems like this cast is one that you could watch in an interview and they'd all get along like family, basically. Uh, and that also helps as well. So, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of the things that happened this season that are a bit more spoiler-free. I think that they handled Sam's transition to college really, real, really, really well this season. Um, and as someone that has transitioned from school to college myself. 
Uh, I kind of know what that's like. You know, you, you've got a new building to deal with, which might sound a bit silly, but you know, you've got new layouts of things to deal with. You've just been at school for five, six years. You're really, really used to being there. You've got to get used to this new building, a new system, new teachers, new friends, potentially depending on who comes with you, who doesn't. Sam's got to deal with all that. So I guess in terms of relatability to the season, that is one thing I kind of related to, but I suppose in a different way because you know Sam's dealing with that both in the normal way and he's got of course the unfortunate addition of his autism which I didn't have so I'm lucky on on that front but yeah in terms of the transition from school to college I can kind of relate to Sam just in a general sense of that uh, I suppose a lot of you probably can as well if you've transitioned from even even like primary school to, to secondary school uh, and you you just have a change of way of learning and where you know new friends new teachers again that sort of stuff uh, I think that they handled all that brilliantly and uh, the actor, uh, where is his name? Uh, Keir Giltrust, I think that's how you say, say his name. Uh, Sam Gardner, an 18-year-old boy on the autistic spectrum who is obsessed with Antarctica. Um, Giltrust uh, said about the character, he he's one person that is on the autism spectrum. Uh, he's a very specific character. Okay, uh, that's just a little kind of quote from the actor that plays Sam, of course. Um, yeah, and him kind of transitioning in, into more adult things, obviously involving uh, his girlfriend Paige, and that getting more serious. I think they handled all that very, very well. Um, and I just think, just, just overall, I mean, the season was was excellent. I can't wait for season four to see if they do one. Hopefully, they do do a season four, but. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the season quite a bit. In terms of other spoiler, spoiler-free stuff, um, there was one thing I wanted to say about the dad, and this is kind of the... If I'm to really search for any kind of negativity on this show, which if I have to search that much and nothing stands out, then you've done an even better job. I don't feel... It's got the um, Doug Gardner, uh, Sam and Casey's father and Elsa's husband. He's the one character, one of the one main character that I can kind of point out. And I might be wrong about this, which is fine. Um, he feels like the one kind of character that has been a bit more blunt over the over all of the show like of all the different things that happen in all the three seasons he's never really reacted as much as the other characters um like sure with the whole obviously cheating storyline from last season uh he obviously reacted to that somewhat in this season i'll talk about that of how that progresses obviously in the, in the spoiler section but um, he's the one kind of main character that I can look at and think, okay, I wanted a little bit more from him. I'm not disappointed with the character. I'm not disappointed with the actor. Uh, of course, Michael uh, Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. That's how you spell his surname. Uh, Michael, I think he did a great job with, with what he's being given. Uh, and I don't think it's a problem with the writing necessarily. I think it's maybe... Just something about the character. Uh, like I'm not disappointed with him. I don't think he's one of the worst characters I've seen. I think he's a very good character. Uh, obviously and when he's needed in certain different scenes. Like with supporting his uh, his uh, his daughter and son. Obviously with Sam and with Casey. He's very very good in those sorts of scenes. Uh, and obviously the conflicting relationship with Elsa. Uh, Sam and Casey's. It's, it's literally says here Sam and Casey's overprotective mother. Which I think is overprotective mother. Which I think is an interesting uh kind of description uh played by jennifer jason lee uh in the season uh obviously when he's he's dealing with his admittedly quite complicated relationship 
uh with her in this season that's some of the good scenes that he, he's in as well but yeah just something about the characters a little bit more flat a little bit more blunt and there's just certain scenes where i feel like he, he should have more of a reaction to certain things because there's lots of big things that are happening in this show to different characters and he's the one character that, that just sticks out a little bit more to me so um yeah what else can i really say spoiler free i mean in terms of just the main cast uh, so yeah, Elsa. I already kind of spoke about her. She is what she is. What I would describe as you know, an overprotective mother, and she has a very interesting season. Obviously, with, with different things that are happening with her. Um, Sam again. I thought they handled him very very well, and uh, the guy that plays him, Kier, uh, did a very very good job. Uh, Casey Gardner this season. Obviously, she's going through some some things this season that we'll talk about in the spoiler section. Uh, Sam's younger sister, who is very protective of him. I mean. The thing that kind of makes sense with this season is obviously with Sam being on the spectrum, uh, being, uh, it says on the autistic spectrum here, uh, obviously everyone is a bit more specifically protective of him, I mean Zahid, his friend, uh, his boss at work, his teachers at school and at college, his, you know, mum, dad, sister, they're all very protective of him, but, uh, I suppose you kind of need to be when, uh, do I know any autistic people? don't really think i do i can't think of anybody i know that i've specifically interacted with that uh have been autistic either that or maybe i just didn't know so because uh, sometimes you just I, I i don't know so uh so yeah just in terms of my personal experience of people on the autistic spectrum i don't feel like i have much if any so in terms of relating to the other characters in terms of looking after sam uh obviously sam is you know very much his own independent self and he can do very well on his own um, but he does need, obviously, the support. But, uh, yeah, in terms of my own personal personal experience, I can't really relate on that front. Not that that detra- detracts anything from the show, because it doesn't. But, um, yeah, I thought they handled all that really well again this season. But, yeah, just in terms, just overall, in terms of, the, uh, in the large, large spectrum that is, spectrum might be the wrong word to use, in the large, large scale of the amount of TV shows that we have, and how big competition is, and... Um, you know, if someone doesn't like your show in a couple of episodes, they can very easily move on to something else. I think Atypical Atypical just continues to really stand out among the best. So, um, it's interesting this season as well, because last season I remember watching it on the first day. And I can't remember what I was doing on the 1st of November. Um, but, uh, what was it? I, I, I didn't get to atypical straight away i was like oh i'll watch it eventually i'm definitely gonna watch it you know it's a very very good show for the first two seasons and then when i started watching season three i was like why didn't i watch this on the first of november like the day it was out so again i can't remember what i was doing on that day so um but yeah i'll be there more day one i suppose for for season four if and when it happens i mean let just to speak on the renewal front of this show um like let's let's say this show isn't doing well in terms of numbers. Just just an example. I don't think it isn't because I've seen a lot of chatter online about this show. If Netflix let's say let's say Netflix cancels this show, right, and they don't renew it for season four, and then you kind of have certain cliffhangers from season three. Uh, there is there's there's two sides, two different ways to look at that if that happens. One of which is okay if 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 renewing this show doesn't make business sense. Obviously, they can't really do it. So there's that side of things which you have to consider. Netflix is a business at the end of the day. They're up there to make money. Uh, but they're out there to make money by entertaining people with their different shows. Atypical is very much one of their best shows. If not, probably one of their top five best shows. So sure, if it doesn't make business sense, obviously a lot of people are still going to be mad. Because people get mad over everything anyway. Um, 
But let's say they cancelled the show because of business sense, because it didn't get numbers, all that sort of thing. On the other side of things, given the fact that things like Santa Clarita Diet have got a save Twitter campaign, uh, the is it the AO, I think? Uh, save the AO has been trending and whatnot and been seen on Twitter. If Netflix was to cancel a show that focused on a um autistic character and you 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 yourself as an autistic person or or an autistic spectrum uh sees that and you really like atypical and you like what they've done with the three seasons which i thoroughly agree i agree with that they have done that's gonna not look very good at all for netflix and given the fact that not saying that this will it'll be like the downfall of netflix because it wasn't but when you've got things like Disney Plus on the way, HBO Max, you've already got um, HBO itself, you've got Amazon, you've got Hulu, you've got other shows. If Netflix were to cancel a show that had an autistic character as the lead and one that they've done a very, very good job with so far, that doesn't make them look very good in the slightest. But then again, you do have to look at the other side. <clears throat> if it doesn't make business sense, they do have to kind of cancel it. Obviously, if it doesn't make business sense and it's doing very, very well, they'll re- they'll renew it anyway. But just in terms of, um, yeah, that side of things, if you relate to the show, if you are an autistic person, how would you feel about that? I suppose. Uh, and yeah, if you how if you are an autistic person, you're listening to this podcast. How would you show if how would you feel if if Netflix cancelled uh, the show? I imagine you wouldn't feel very good. I mean, even I wouldn't feel very good about that. And I'm not, you know, on on the spectrum or whatever uh, you'd kind of call it. Um, but in terms of just a very, very good television show, that would be obviously quite annoying. So, yeah, how would you feel about that? Let us know. Um, yeah, I'm going to go into the spoiler section here in a bit. Uh, I don't know what else to say about this show spoiler-free. It's just continuing to impress me, So, which is always very, very good. And I feel like I've uh, explained that over the last 20 minutes. So I didn't plan on doing a 20-minute um spoiler-free section but yeah just lots of good stuff to say about this show so uh let's take a break go into housekeeping and then we'll come back and talk about some spoilery stuff but uh in case you haven't seen the season of atypical just in terms of a renewal sense and the state of the show and all that sort of thing uh, let me know what you think about everything I've said involving all that sort of stuff. Matthew at EntertainmentTool.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think of the situation. Uh, but hopefully they renew they renew the show uh, and we'll see how things go. But uh, we'll take a break, go into housekeeping, and then we'll go into spo- to some spoilers. We'll see you for all that stuff in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts 
and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we got another Batwoman podcast for season 1 up to episode 5, so go and check that out. Um, what else have we got here? Let's play Sundays, uh, episode 15 for Fortnite Chapter 2. Of course, there was a big change with Fortnite, and they've now started the next season of Fortnite, whatever it is. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Uh, Last Christmas Review. Last Christmas is a film starring Amelia Clark and Michelle Yeoh, of course, from Game of Thrones and Star Trek. Not both of them. Uh, Amelia Clark, obviously, Game of Thrones and Michelle Yeoh from Star Trek Discovery. Uh, yeah, good film. Uh, go and check out the review if you want to hear more about that, of course. Um, good talk at a good place, season 4, episode 8. It's got its uh, mid-season finale this Thursday or Friday, depending on where you live. So I'll continue to cover that, of course. American Horror Story season 9, episode 9, which was for Final Girl, which is the season finale and the series finale for the current uh, story for the for the season uh, for American Horror Story. So yeah, season finale for that. Random Gaming Talk last week, we talked about Sonic's redesign. There is a new trailer out and available for you to watch on YouTube. Uh, they listen to feedback and they redesigned Sonic, so we discussed that. We discussed Google Stadia's uh, launch and other things related to Google Stadia. Uh, it is actually out tomorrow, uh, for Tuesday, the uh, 19th of November is when you can get Google Stadia. So have a look out for that, Google Stadia. Uh, we talked about PlayStation as well in terms of some changes there and some other things that are going on. Uh, we of course also have the Batwoman podcast for the pilot, so you can check that out as well. Uh, watching The Watchmen for Season 1 Episode 4, we will be covering Episode 5 on Wednesday, so have a look out for those. Uh, Walking Dead UK podcast, Season 10, Episode 6, we'll of course be covering Episode 7 on Wednesday, so have a look out for both of those on Wednesdays, uh, on, on Wednesday and on future Wednesdays as well. Uh, later impressions for Death Stranding, that's essentially a gameplay video where I go and play, went and played uh, Death Stranding for about 45 minutes and gave some later impressions on the game. All spoiler free, so don't worry about that. Um, and yeah, that's the stuff that we've been doing roughly on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. So, if you've not seen a typical season 3 but you have seen the first two seasons, you still need to leave at this moment. Uh, so if you're listening on a podcast player, uh, go into that, press pause, and then go and watch the season. Highly, highly recommend it, of course, given everything I've already said. Uh, but yeah, go and pause the podcast in the podcast player. If you're listening on the website, either pause the podcast there, press back, or click on the homepage. That will shut the podcast off for you. So, I'm going to go into spoilers. You're going to need to leave now if you've not seen Season 3 of Atypical on Netflix. So, what was the most interesting of all the plot lines I want to discuss this season? I think Casey was very, very interesting this season, obviously, with her and it was Izzy, I believe. Yeah, um, Five All Stewart as Izzy, season two to present. Uh, Casey's best friend and later girlfriend as well. Um, my one small complaint about this is that, obviously, she kisses that guy at the party and uh, Casey's obviously very upset about that. I was pretty shocked as well when it happened as well. I thought that they repaired that relationship very, very quickly. Um, I mean, Izzy and Casey go to... Is it school? They're right? Yeah, they're still at school, aren't they? I think. Um, they go to school the next day, and uh, Casey's like, you know, I can't deal with this. I don't want to deal with you. And obviously she ignored her at the um, race track thing what she did the previous day, uh, or a couple of days before that. Um, and then Izzy just kind of kisses her and shows her like, okay, I do want you, I do want this relationship, I'm sorry about everything I did. 
I, the apology was good enough, but I just felt like Casey uh, submitted to the apology too quickly. Like within about te- within ten seconds, it was Casey saying to her like, "I don't really want anything to do with you. You got to show me that like you mean something to me." And I guess she she does do that. I did buy Izzy's part of the apology, and of course the kiss to show her that she means something to her. I just thought that Casey might have still been a little bit disappointed with her. Um, but that's my only kind of small gripe with that. So, But yeah, I, I thought the relationship was very, very good for the season. It was interesting to watch. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to more of that in uh, season four. Hopefully we get one. Uh, Sam, of course, his uh, obviously transition over to college. This season was a particularly big highlight. I really like his... Um, his art teacher when he's drawing all the penguins and he's giving them his different tasks and he has to find the um what's it called the, the, the essence of penguins or something and sam's like stuck on it for days he's watching this particular uh dolphin penguin penguin right um he's watching this particular penguin or whatever uh swimming around for hours and hours and hours and you can see there's actually a shot in one of the episodes where you can see he's written down this um Again, I think it was a penguin. Uh, It's penguin's like entire schedule, Uh, and uh, you can see on one of the bits of one of the pages that he's got. One of them says like eleven fifty eight p.m. So he was there like all the time, basically. I don't know if he was there from like midnight to eight a.m. or you know through the night. I don't know if he was there at that time, but uh, obviously writes down all all of its uh, schedule that sort of thing. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. The one character I want to point out as being very, very weak for the season was, uh, who was it? Um, Zahid's temporary girlfriend. I'm trying to look for her name here. Uh, I can't find her name. It says Paige, Nick, uh, Zahid, Evan, uh, Sam, Casey, Julia... Doug, no, it's none of the characters. Why can't I see her name here? Um, anyway, his uh, temporary girlfriend really thought she was one of the worst characters I've ever seen. Um, but she was kind of supposed to be. You were supposed to hate her, so they got that across, of course. Um, but, yeah, just her, like, correcting Sam and everything. I did actually quite enjoy her discussion with Sam. And it was interesting to see, you know, obviously Sam was getting kind of frustrated with her. They, they were getting frustrated with each other. But, um when she's kind of challenging him and she's talking to him about about college and saying oh you can learn stuff off of youtube which you can but you know obviously college is gonna teach you more professionally i suppose whatever um and she's obviously challenging him on that and when literally zahid comes upstairs because they all end up sitting on um what's the mother's name again Uh, elsa's bed or whatever they all kind of group up and start talking that sort of thing um and zahid was like hey it was really kind of interesting seeing you sort of uh challenge my my girlfriend or whatever um and i was like yeah i kind of agree i don't know if that scene was supposed to really be i mean i guess it was because they, they focused on it for a fair bit and uh, i thought that was done pretty well so but yeah obviously she was a, a very temporary character and just this kind of comedic shock of you know they go to find Sahid in the uh, season finale and um you know because sam's like you know i promised him i wouldn't let him fail is it was it nursing school i think um, I promised I wouldn't let him fail that and everything. And then he gets there and Zahid's girlfriend is just with this different guy. Um, I think his name was Nick maybe or something. Um, yeah, maybe it was Nick or something like that. But yeah, she she meets up with one of her exes and like, hey, we just met up and connected. Simple as that. Wedding's off. No more Zahid. 
I'm done, goodbye. Um, and I was like, right, okay. Uh, but I was like, at least that kind of writes you out of this season, which is uh, interesting. So I don't expect we'll ever see her again. So I did like her introduction scene, though. Her, you know, Zahid was kind of not pushed out of the party, but obviously he thought that that party, that particular party, was going to be a bit different. He doesn't, he didn't really fit in there, and he's decided to hang out outside, meets the girlfriend there. Um. And you know they meet by this dumpster and they just start connecting immediately on music and all that sort of thing. I thought that was that was done pretty well, but uh, yeah, very temporary character. Didn't really care much for her, but obviously she was used as more to just temporarily test Zahid and Sam's uh, uh, homie bromance relationship sort of thing, uh, which was interesting. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, already talked about Casey, of course. Um, Doug, yeah, like I said, Doug was just a little bit flat to me. Uh, I do like that he did get back with um, Elsa in the end. I'm trying to think at the moment. Who knows about whose relationship? Because I don't think anyone knows. Does anyone know about Elsa and Doug getting back together? I don't think that they actually do. Um, Obviously Sam knows about Casey and uh, Izzy. Um, I don't think the parents know about Casey and Izzy. Uh, obviously Evan knows. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for Evan this season with the whole breakup kind of thing. I thought that was just a little bit rough but he, he took it very very well and him just kind of saying yeah I'm going to I'm gonna press on. I'm going to. He, he got started up in this new job or something wasn't it? I can't quite remember what he said but he basically. I don't feel like that was quite a goodbye to Casey at the end of the season. I thought it was just more of a like Hey, you know, this thing happened between us. I don't really hate you. Obviously, I'm disappointed. But uh, I'm going to try. And, you know, I'm going to keep working here. I'm going to move on to whatever the thing he said he was going to start working on. And they have this kind of civil goodbye at the end of the season. So I, I'd be... It would be a little bit of a shame if we don't see Evan. Although, throughout the season, that kind of... They didn't really know... I mean, he said himself he didn't really know what he wanted to do. And it seems like they didn't really know what to do with the character. But then again, it seems like they sort of didn't, and they purposely didn't sort of plan too much for his character because they knew obviously they were going to write write his breakup with uh, Casey into the season. So I thought that was handled pretty well. Um, what else do we have? Paige. I mean, Paige is is uh, some people would find her really really irritating, and obviously her road rage road rage thing was interesting. Uh, glad they kind of resolved that by the end of the season with the whole boat thing. Um, and I really like the scene where, uh, what's it, they're, they're all having dinner at the end of the season, and, um, Paige is like, oh, someone brought my boat, and they're like, oh, wonder who, do, do, do you know who it was, and, and I can't remember what Sam said, but he gave some sort of hint, and everyone's like, oh, it was you, and you kind of realise straight away, but obviously, Paige didn't notice. Um, yeah, good of him for, for helping his girlfriend out, obviously he didn't need to do that necessarily, but, uh, good, good on him for, for kind of doing that as well. Um, and obviously they have to keep it in the store. I thought that was really funny. Um, and then even, um, what was it? They have that conversation about like, hey, we should move in and all that sort of stuff. Again, another really cool plot, which could, uh, delve, we, we could delve into for season four. Um, but <laughs> kind of, they've ended the conversation and then, uh, Zahid was like, oh, I feel a bit seasick. And then, uh, Sam was like, yeah, I do too. We should kind of get off of it. I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah. Interesting with um, obviously you know him trying to get rid of the shirt and then the whole um, was it the hob on the oven uh, oven kind of thing. He's like, yeah, I can do it. I can turn it on. And then he accidentally sets fire to to the shirt and that sort of thing. So I thought all that was uh, pretty great. So 
Uh, yeah, what else do I want to talk about for this season? I mean, I've already spoke, been speaking for half an hour, so... Um, it's, it says, for some reason... Um, oh, it corrects it here. It's got Julia Saska... Sasaki? Uh, Sasaki, yeah. Sam Therapist, season 1 to 2, uh, recurring in season 3. She didn't have too much to do, but she was in the season. She was giving a bit of advice to, again, multiple characters. Uh, a bit of a disappointment that we didn't see too much of her, but it didn't bring... You know the season down or anything like that. So uh, I just thought for season one and two, she was a very interesting character. So uh, hopefully we see some more of her in in season four as well. So yeah, I think I've covered every character. Uh, I've talked about all the things I want to talk about. Um, and in terms of spoiler spo- uh, spoiler stuff, uh, what did you guys think of how they handled, of course, uh, Casey and Izzy's relationship? Uh, what did you think of Paige? What did you think of Sam's? I guess the more spoilery parts of Sam's transition to college. Uh, are you excited for him and Zahid to be roommates next season? Because I certainly am as well. Um, yeah, what did you think of everything that happened this season? Uh, and do you agree? Do you agree with me on Doug as a character? Do you think he was a little bit bland, a little bit blunt of at times? Um, I just expected him to react more in certain situations, and he just kind of didn't. And I was a little bit surprised by that. So. Yeah, again, excellent season. Obviously, 10 out of 10, if that wasn't kind of obvious already. Sure, I had some small gripes with different characters and different bits and pieces, but overall, nothing that brings the season down too much. Still a 10 out of 10. Still an amazing season. Still a masterpiece of a show. Uh, Still doing very good things, at least from what I've seen on social media, for the uh, autistic kind of representation for the show, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think they're doing a very, very good job just in every sense like i've discussed so yeah let me know your spoiler thoughts on atypical do you think we'll get a season four um what do you think happens to netflix if they don't as i've already discussed uh, again it's not going to be the end of netflix but it's certainly not going to look very good so uh but you never know maybe tomorrow the season or in five minutes they'll announce a season renewal so we'll see how things go uh, but you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we are on Patreon. Please check out the, check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Uh, if you want to, obviously, of course, uh, shop on Amazon as well. We do have an Amazon affiliate link. So if you're buying Christmas presents or, you know, treating yourself, that's fine as well. Uh, you can use our Amazon affiliate link. That's where we'll get a small cut of what you spend. And it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Uh, turns out, by the way, the iTunes feeds are fine. Uh, it was just my phone not updating. Uh, I checked. Uh, I got David to check on iTunes and check the feeds. He said they're all up to date. I checked iTunes specifically on this laptop. They're all up to date. Uh, so it turns out it's just my stupid phone. So uh, no need to worry. The, the error messages were still all there. But the feeds are all up to date. So uh, again if you are subscribed to one of the feeds. And you notice that they haven't updated. Please do let me know. Because then I'll continue to investigate it so uh all right yeah you can of course sub- rate review subscribe to us on itunes and also listen to the podcast on itunes as well uh please do that uh word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and your itunes feeds uh share them on facebook retweet them on twitter and if you're allowed to put them in different facebook groups and before i run out of breath uh the last thing is video games of course if you want to watch us play different video games me and david stream on twitch robert streams on mixer and look out for let's play sundays as well I'm out of breath. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.